Yo, 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 it's your boy Chris here, your one and only Data Bunny, and you are listening to the Data Bunny Tech News Podcast, where we cover the hottest and latest tech news in a bite-sized fashion. Enjoy the episode. Kimberly Bryant is a tech entrepreneur and founder of Black Girls Code a nonprofit organization that aims to increase diversity in the technology industry by introducing girls of color to computer programming and technology. Bryant founded Black Girls Code in 2011 with the goal of providing young girls with the skills and resources they need to become leaders in the tech industry. The organization has since expanded to serve girls across the United States and around the world offering coding workshops, hackathons, and other educational events. Bryant is widely recognized for her work to increase diversity in the tech industry and has received numerous awards and honors for her contributions. She is an advocate for increasing access to technology education for underrepresented communities and is a sought after speaker of the topic. Yo, 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 what's good, y'all? It's your boy Chris here, your one and only Data Bunny. And in tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about two different stories uh, tonight. This is going to be a very different and special episode because there's two different stories I'm going to be talking about. The first one is the most obvious, of course, the Google um, Bard. Um, guess you could say quote unquote botched um event that happened so the event didn't it, it felt rushed pretty much to to me in my opinion so i'm gonna go ahead and talk about this right now so the article uh by new york post written by thomas barabi today february the 10th 2023 um let's get right into it Google employees slam CEO Sundar Pichai over a botched Bard AI chatbot. If we scroll down here, uh, it reads, Angry Google employees ridiculed CEO Sundar Pichai on internal message boards over the tech giant's botched handling of a crucial rollout for its Bard AI chatbot this week. The much-hyped rival to the popular Microsoft-backed ChatGPT chatbot, which is seen as a potential threat to Google's search engine dominance, flubbed as an, an answer during Monday's presentation. In posts on Google's internal forum, MemeGen workers described the troubled launch as rushed, botched, and ungoogly. According to CNBC, which viewed some of the messages, Dear Sundar, the barred launch and the layoffs were rushed, botched, and myopic. Please return to taking a long-term outlook, one user captioned, a meme featuring a photo of Pachai looking serious, according to the outlet. Rushing barred to market in a panic validated the market's fear about us, an employee wrote in another post. Shares of Google parent Alphabet have plunged about 7% since Monday, 
at one point losing $100 billion in market value in a single day as the company's launch drew a skeptical response from investors. So, you know, if you're a tech investor like myself, seeing this stock price drop, I will buy. <laughs> in my opinion, I think that is a perfect opportunity to get into the stock whenever drops like that happen. So um, I'm not going to read too much into this because it's everywhere, right? It's not that special to me. You know, yeah, everyone saw it. Everyone, AI is like the hot topic. I've been covering a lot in this podcast uh, series. So we're going to go ahead, right, and move on from this article. I do want to talk about some cloud news that I have uh, next. But just to wrap up the Google uh, issue that's going on, Pretty much, like I said before, it looks like they rushed the event, in my opinion, just to try to create something and announce something just to, you know, move the heads and eyes of those that were looking at ChatGPT to move to Google. Um, To me, I believe they shouldn't have made an announcement yet. They could have laid off the announcement. They could have been quiet about it, in my opinion. I felt like they did feel kind of threatened, and that's why they went with the announcement. But, hey, let's go on to the next article. Some cloud news, because I'm a big cloud guy. U.S. government weighs in on cloud adoption in banking. So this article was released, was published in uh, yesterday, February the 9th, so, uh, by Matt Ashar. And um, let's go right into it. Here's the, the brief points here. The U.S. Department of the Treasury documented the benefits of cloud technology and financial services, but warned of challenges posed by increased market consolidation, security risks, and IT talent gaps in a Wednesday report. Financial services firms need better staff support, transparency, and cyber incident response engagement from cloud service providers in order to ease the transition to infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, and other cloud capabilities, the report said. Treasury will launch an interagency cloud services steering group in the next year to address the challenges and promote engagement between the financial sector and CSPs. Burdened by basements packed with legacy systems and risk-averse top-floor executives, banks were initially slow to the cloud. The benefits of migration, demand for digital services, and the emergence of industry-specific cloud solutions helped break down resistance and federal authorities have taken notice. Described as a first-of-its-kind report, the document was produced in coordination with the Treasury Chaired Financial and Banking Information Infrastructure Committee. Financial regulators, private sector companies, trade associations, and think tanks provided additional input. Federal oversight of financial services remains neutral on the operational and service technologies regulated entities deploy, according to the report. Current regulations require financial institutions to manage tech-related risks, even when operations are outsourced to third parties. 
such as CSPs. The report does not impose specific requirements or new standards regarding cloud adoption. Instead, it identifies industry concerns and practical challenges to continued migration, recommending cooperation among financial companies, regulators, CSPs to enhance transparency, security, and resilience. So these are the six broad concerns that are highlighted in the report. Insufficient transparency by CSPs may undermine risk management monitoring, talent gaps, and shortages of critical cloud skills, industry-wide exposure to CSP breaches and outages, cloud market consolidation, imbalances in vendor contracts and services, lack of uniform and national standards. Uh, so in one case singled out by the committee, a smaller bank was unable to secure its preferred backup configuration from its software as a service provider. A larger financial institution was concerned about the transfer of encryption key protocols when switching service providers. The report also noted U.S. banks felt they had more difficulty obtaining audit rights from CSPs than counterparts based elsewhere. Companies credited cloud with reduced technology costs, rapid deployment of new IT assets, and stronger security and resilience, the report said. Those hesitant to migrate cited contracting and skills challenges, as well as regulatory compliance. Despite challenges, banks have amped up cloud adoption. Core workload volume in the cloud has more than doubled in the last year, according to a December report by Accenture, which analyzed nearly 100 banks. There is no question that providing consumers with secure and reliable financial services means greater demand for cloud-based technologies. Wally Adiemo. Deputy Secretary of the Treasury said in a release accompanying the department's Wednesday report. So, like I said, cloud, you know, it's going to keep growing. Uh, many companies are going to start moving on to the cloud just because, right, the amount of money you can save in the cloud, as long as it's, as long as it's um, looked at right, as long as it's, uh, you know, everything, what it needs to function, right? As long as all of that is looked at right, the company can save a lot of money, um, save cost, the, the ease of access of resources, the easiness of being able to, you know, start up new resources, creating databases of some sort, moving IT infrastructure from one Part to another of the company, being able to connect virtual private clouds, right? In AWS using VPC peering, connecting other parts of the organization. Let's say um, the company wants to grow. The cloud can do that, right? You can expand and contract your company, also known as elasticity, right? It, so there's a lot. Uh, benefit of benefits for the cloud. So that's all for this episode. Hope you all enjoy this two-part kind of episode. This was a little bit different. So, but you all have a good one. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. For those who are just listening on the audio experience, and yeah, you all have a great night.
Bye.